this is an interesting interview we had. Um, our dear friend Trevor's here tonight with us also. Hi, Trevor. Hello. Uh, Trevor works with us on the Re- on the Real Crime podcast that we I talked do, about. We had, uh, we had Chris and Heather here not too long ago from there, and Trevor worked with us on there also. And when I mentioned the person we were going to be talking to tonight, uh, Trevor would jumped out of his socks, literally. His socks went flying, and he's like, I want to be on the show. I got to be on the show. So Trevor's here with us tonight. Amber's here in the house, too. I, I wish I could deny that. <laughs> I do. I, I wish that I could be like, no, I didn't completely geek out. I totally geeked out over this one. Yeah. Uh, Amber's here also. Say hi, Amber. Hi. Um, <laughs> Aren't you supposed to say hi, no. Amber? Hi, Amber. Hi, Amber. <laughs> no, I'm glad that we have like this whole like slew of friends that we can count on to come onto the podcast because I'm not an expert in horror movies whatsoever. And then so we can just be like, oh, wait, let's go down the Rolodex and Trevor and these people and come on by because Michelle, just, get your ass over yeah, here. Oh, just, God, yeah. <laughs> we want it. We want Michelle. Michelle's another another uh, young lady we work with on the on the movie sleuth in the real crime podcast. Uh, and she's a she's brilliant. We were Man, just, on so many levels. She blows me away. She blows all of us away. She oh. was supposed to be here tonight, uh, but she has to work really. She works really early in the morning. Yeah, she has she, crazy she, hours. She couldn't pull it off. And, oh, and she had band practice tonight, too. She plays yeah. in a band also, yeah. and she just couldn't uh, make it out. But we we uh, we did this interview with Linnea Quigley. Yes. Anybody who knows this who is she is. This is when we need a drop with a scream. I don't have the, the, I know. the sound. You, I know. You've got to get better at the drops. If you don't know who Linnea is. Ah! <laughs> that was accurate. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we know, we know, we know, you know, we're, you guys are going to hear this interview here in a second. Uh, but we never really got into that with her. We, we can front load that. We can spoil that piece, I guess. We never really got into the art of the screen. No, like, we didn't. We didn't no. get into the art of the scream. But I think it's been covered so much well, in so yeah. many Scream Queen documentaries and yeah. TV shows. I think shows it's nice and... to let people who have some type of celebrity, to let them talk about their other interests. Yeah. You know, we did that. And just like, oh, yeah. so you screamed in some B-rated horror movies and showed boobs. You know, like, boobs. it's boobs. probably been talked to. Boobs. I mean, if someone else wants to go to a different podcast or look up a different interview with her about that, I'm sure they can find it. But I think we'll have her back. I, I'm sure. Okay. I, I think so. We're her best and, friends and, now. And I am, I'm pretty sure she was thankful that we weren't asking about her tits every other. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Other no, question. I, you know, they're there. Yeah. Christ, it's just a Google search away. You can well, see I was, them. Well, I was looking exactly. her up while we were talking, and then there was a gif of her boobs. Oh, yeah. 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 As trash. As trash. So I was like, oh, there. No, I'm no, talking to I'm, her, I'm, but I'm, I'm looking at her boobs. something that they didn't, we didn't actually get a chance to talk about in there. What's that? That poor woman had to go through some of the most excruciating makeup tests oh, God, for that movie. Yeah. They, the the censors and the producers were so You're worried about... talking about Return about, of the Living Dead. I am yeah, doing... Yeah. talking about Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. That it was planned for a full frontal. Oh. And so they made a, a Barbie cod piece, essentially, for her to wear that would make her anatomically incorrect. Huh. And they didn't end up using it. They, they did test it to see how it would look, and yeah. it looked as, exactly as bad as you would think. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they ended up shooting the full frontal, but yeah, yeah, I mean, they did like just months of the, these makeup tests for her and it sounds like they were just a nightmare from everything I've read. Oh yeah. So yeah. Film's not easy. No. People think it's just this fun thing. No, it's not easy. Especially if you're doing, you know, well, we, we talked about the, we're going to get into the extra thing, like being an extra. Yeah. You, you know what? We're talking about all this cool. Fuck this. Let's let's just yeah. Let the people listen. Yeah, listen in, guys. We had a great time with Miss Quigley. Check this out. has a pretty amazing bio. She's an American actress, film producer, model, singer, and author. 
She's often referred to as the Scream Queen due to her frequent appearances in low-budget horror films during the 1980s and 1990s. Born in Davenport, Iowa, Quigley first pursued her career in the late 1970s, shortly after moving to Los Angeles. While working at Jack LaLanne's health spa, she was encouraged by her friends to try modeling and also began taking acting and guitar playing classes. After appearing as an extra in various films, Quigley got her first acting role in the Charles Band-produced film Fairy Tales from 1978. Her first bigger part was in the 1981 slasher film Graduation Day. Quigley followed with more films such as Savage Streets from 1984 and Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. Yeah. In 1985, mm -hmm. Quigley appeared in the zombie horror film The Return of the Living Dead, playing a teenaged punk named Trash, Yay. which is considered one of her most notable roles and gained her the Scream Queen status. Aside from her acting career, Quigley is also a singer. She formed an all-girl band, The Skirts, in the, 19, or in the early 1980s. And an author, she wrote three books, the Linnea Quigley bio and chainsaw book, I'm Screaming as Fast as I Can, My Life in B-Movies, and Skin. She is also a devoted animal rights activist and an active member of PETA. Welcome. Wow. Welcome, Linnea. Welcome. Thanks, thanks for coming on and talking to us tonight. Oh, of course. Her saying that reminded me of, like, when I first, like, got into acting, I had to, like, make up a role something <laughs> there was nothing to put on the resume it's like you got to start somewhere so i'd make up something so that's funny well, yeah you know, now it's endless if you go through your imdb account it's like oh what movie do you pick <laughs> what do you highlight well you know i think a lot of i think a lot of i know it's like what yeah. yeah i think a lot of people when you know when they're starting and i you know actors or actresses when i mean we've seen a lot of people go different directions in in the field of acting and you know and whatever it might be. Um, and I, a lot of people start, they start small, right? And some people just kind of run, you know, yeah. you're, obviously you yourself, you you have this cult following, you know, because of the films you did. Uh, and and, and yeah, the, the type of films. Yeah, which yeah. is great. Yeah, and I, we think, I think they're great. Trevor thinks they're great. Amber oh, thinks absolutely. they're great. Um, you know, the thing is, is a lot of people just know you, you know, from your acting. Um, and there's so much more. And I was kind of blown away. We were, going back and forth we've been and mind you to the listening audience this this show has been being worked on for like a month and a half now between me and Lynette we've been going back and forth on email oh, trying to gosh, hammer, yes. trying to hammer down a date here we finally got it and we're here you know but you're also to start off I mean and there was a lot of things that blew my mind just just uh, learning about you uh getting ready for the show and one was that you are a you are a big animal rights activist this is what you're into what got you into that oh boy I think just myself I mean, we always had animals and I just always had something about animals that I wanted to save them and and keep them safe and I would bring home animals and I would always fight for their rights yeah I remember almost getting kicked out of like I think it was junior high because there was a petition I made a petition to go around because they were going to kill this dog because it bit somebody supposedly and I remember the the teacher was mad at me and you know gave me a hard time and tried yeah. to take the petition and you know I don't think they were doing petitions back then but I thought I'm gonna do this yeah you know? yeah well I think <laughs> but, I, I think a lot know, of I'm just go ahead I'm sorry go ahead Nalea. I didn't mean to interrupt you well I think that that's the one thing that you know I'll be you know really staunch about and very solid about the thing about, you know, when you get into this idea and we just we had a show actually with some uh, with some other friends of our with some friends of ours a few weeks ago. And we talked about uh, our buddies. Uh, uh, his dog passed away, you know, and there, and there was some oh, some gosh. weird, some weird spooky stuff about it that we talk about a lot about on this show. Uh, mm -hmm. But it really took us down yeah. this. It really took us down this rabbit hole of, you know, why? You know, like my thing is always this. We are bombarded as a society every day. I mean, through social media, especially now, and, and trash news that's out there. You can see, mm -hmm. I can see a news report. I'll be at work and I'll walk by. We call it our TV of doom they have in our break room. It's just got this, it's this big TV that always has like, you know, either CNN or Fox or something on. And I can see a, a news report. Oh, yeah. I can see a news report um, of like 42 dead in train accident. And I don't really bat an eye. 
I mean, well, okay, that's really, I mean, I'm sad. sad. I'm not, I'm not but, horrible, but I'm like, okay, that sucks. You know, that's really, I'm sorry for their families, but okay, I got to go back to work. But man, you see a story about somebody's right. animal dying and it's it rips your heart out yeah, instantly. Yeah, yeah, you know, you hear about somebody's dog getting hit or something, just some weird stories. Oh. You know? Yeah, and you're sitting there just belly aching over it for a half an hour. It drives me nuts. Oh, yeah. I've often wondered, you know, why do we feel like that as people? I mean, and I think that goes to the root of what you said, Linnea, where, uh, you know, I think it's just a soft spot that every, and I don't care who you are, unless you're a complete piece of shit, you're a bastard, I think. And I know people like this too, uh, that I don't know anybody really that I would care to associate with that don't have a soft spot for any kind of animal, any kind of animal on the planet, right? Uh, Yeah, I, I mean, they're just problems. Yeah, yeah, it's it's and the thing is, like my story, you know, you talked about your story, Lynn, and I have I was thinking about this that happened to me when I was in college, which was like you know three hundred years ago now, um, but I remember one day we were in our we were in one of the one of the big classrooms, and some, it was like it was like a caterpillar of some sort got loose, and this girl jumps up and freaks out, and this caterpillar is running all over the classroom now, and it's it's comical. The people, <laughs> There's people jumping up and running away, and I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, it's just a little caterpillar. It's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Let's my, scoop it up and save uh-huh. it. That was, my, that was my thing. I'm like, okay, let me get a hold of the thing. I'll take him outside and let him go. He just wants to, he's just trying to find something to eat. He's just trying to feed his family. He's a working man. Leave him alone, you know? Um, <laughs> right. But no, some tough guy in the class decided to go and run and do the big stomp on the thing, and it really bummed me out. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I bet. It bummed me out. It oh, just that must have sad. been horrible. Yeah, it was horrible, and it's, just, it's, a, it's an insect. Right, um, but you know, right. the older I they get, they don't live very long, so let them enjoy it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I mean, that's I guess that's where I come from with this. Is just um, I think what my thing with what to get to the root of it is just you know animals are innocent. They're innocent in just about yes. everything. Um, and you mentioned, oh you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if that's your viewpoint or not, uh, but. I, you know, we hear about dogs. Like you mentioned, Linnea, uh, about a dog, you know, biting somebody and they want to put the dog to sleep. We hear this a lot nowadays, especially uh, with all types of dogs, especially pit bulls, right? Um, I think pit, yeah. bulls, pit bulls are very stigmatized animals. Uh, and they're the sweetest dogs, too. They are. They're this. I mean, I've, oh. I've played with so many of them now. They're just the coolest dogs. Um, so I think that, I think the thing with dogs and Linnea, I want to hear your viewpoint on this because this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately when it comes to like dogs Let's just go with dogs because those are the most active, like you know, pets people have. Um, I okay. think some people want to just be the master of something. Do you follow my logic oh God, on that? Yes. Uh, yes. So I mean, I, and they call them pets, and which is a derogatory term. I sometimes go, "Oh, my pet," and I go, "No, no, no, not my pet. It's, you yeah, know, yeah. my companion." Yeah. But we're so you know used to saying that. And it's like most people do. They want to, they want to make the dog do what it wants, like be mean or, you know, have the traits that they have, and but be, you know, command it to stay. And if it doesn't stay, it's a bad dog. And you know, it's just, well, it's, it's horrible. I think it's some, pe- I think some people, you know, I'm not, I'm not a pet owner myself. And oh, there's, there's a lot of reasons for that because I, I mean, of everything we're talking about right now, I don't, I just can't, yeah. it's a, it's such an emotional thing for me. I've had pets before and it wrecked me emotionally just, you know, when they, when they had to go, when they oh, left, yeah. when they left, when they yeah. were gone. Right. Well, that's like me right now. I have a, oh, I have a 17 year old, uh, Lhasa Apso at home and she's definitely getting up there and it's really become a day by day. How's her quality of life situation? You know? Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I totally get that. But at the same time, there's no way I'll, I'll ever not have have my my kids, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think people, a lot of people, they don't get like you said, a companion, Alina. Um, right. And I think I think a lot of people, like I said, they get them because they want something to rule over to make themselves mm-hmm. feel powerful. A friend of mine came over. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a buddy of mine came over a couple a couple of weeks ago and said something. He's like, yeah, he came over in a really bad mood. And I'm like, what's wrong, man? He's like, dog, mm-hmm. the dog shit all over the house. And I had to beat the hell out of the dog. I'm like, 
Oh, it bummed me out. And it bummed me out. I'm like, yeah. dude, that's sucky. Why would you say something like that? Why would you do something like that? You know, wow. it's not on the dog that you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, it's because you're an asshole. It's you're an asshole. <laughs> it's on you, dude. Oh my god. And that, I don't like. Yeah. I just don't like hearing about that stuff anymore. You know, and I think that. No, no. You know, I think more people are becoming more active with with animal rights and becoming more vocal about it. Um, all the way from you know the common house dog to yeah. The Everything, ant, you know, man. the the ant that's on the ground, you know, and I know there's certain things like you can't be you can't be too bohemian, I guess. Yeah. I, mean, I can't. Oh, you know, I'm gonna let these termites come in my house and they can just do whatever they want, no problem. And my house can cave in after ten years. I can't have that. They gotta go. No, no, you got. You but you don't have out. to kill them. That's exactly. kind of the cool thing exactly. is that, yeah. that once you catch it, you don't have to kill them. You can. Yeah. There's always options that will actually repel them and get just get them out of your. Yeah, that's what I do. We we find yeah. things to keep them away. But yeah, so I mean, I think that's the thing. It's becoming a very prevalent topic now uh, with people, and I think that's the thing. Is there's just I think there's just this innocence about any animal you see. They, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and I think there's just this mystery of um of communication that we don't that we have with with uh, especially dogs. I don't know about yourself, Lenny. What kind of pets do you have, by the way? Oh my God! Oh, okay. <laughs> Did I ask a bad question? <laughs> I have ten dogs right now. Oh my God! Wow! Really? Yeah, I know. I know. It's like I am. I, I. It's a lot. I'm never sitting down. I'm like, okay, what's going on now? What's going on now? You know? <laughs> and they're all different ages and sizes, and yeah. So it's like you luckily got away from the uh, late afternoon, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. go crazy. You know, at six o'clock, they just kind of like, you know, in the morning, they'd, you oh, know, yeah. they're all barking and they're all playing and stuff like that. And then they're tired now. Thank God. It's like having 10 toddlers. I was going to say, it's like having 10 children yeah. running around the house at all times. That's crazy. Oh my gosh, yes. How, I have it to sounds ask. wonderful at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it would yeah. be fun. You'd be, you wouldn't be bored. <laughs> You'd never be bored. That's when, How'd you acquire all these? No. Like, were, they, were, they, were, these uh, were these adoptions you did? Or, I mean, how'd you get yes, all these? Yes, they're rescues. They're, Are they rescues? They're rescues and that. And, and then with a lot of rescues, you know, it's horrible, but I get they get bonded to me and I get bonded to them. Yeah. And, you know, if you have them for a certain amount of time, you, it's like you just don't want to turn them over to anybody. You know, I mean, I check everybody and that kind of thing. But So you're that, so you're to, that foster you know, Some mom. dogs, you know, have come from a bad background, and you don't want to, like, disturb them more well, yeah, by really, changing yeah. another household. If you really care, you hear about that over and over again. And I, and we, my friends, oh my God, I, yeah. it's amazing. I have friends with dogs and they talked about where these, their pet, you know, their backgrounds and whatnot. And they're like, I, I can't do this because the dog was abused by this person. They used to do this to him and I, and they're, and they're shell shocked. Yeah. I mean, these, they're, you know, people make it out like dogs are dumb and I'm like, no, they're pretty, they're pretty damn smart. Oh animals. my God. They have memories. They have impressions. They're they're, amazing. Yeah. And they can be shell shocked. Yeah. There's a the time. Can. Go ahead. Yeah. The time just came out. I'm reading this. It's like those mini magazine. It's a magazine, but it's a mini book about how dogs think. Mm. And then another one, how animals think. And it's just, you know, explores everything that people, like people thought dogs were colorblind and they think this. And, you know, it's just really, to me, interesting. I just, yeah. that's a topic that is really interesting to me. And ever since I was in my teens and could like, you know, I'd volunteer at different places and, um, you know, take dogs out and, yeah. you know, give them exercise. And I've just been doing that for so long. And it's like a dog knows when you've saved it. They really do. Oh, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. No doubt about that. There was that documentary. I don't want to talk about dogs all night, but there was that documentary. <laughs> um I said, oh, man, it was, call it was called the, oh, no, I, of course I'm going to forget. It was a Netflix documentary. It was about pit bulls. Um, and it was, oh, about, really? it was a, yeah, you might want to, you can probably look it up. I, of course I'm forgetting somebody, yeah. somebody use their smartphone and tell me what, it, it don't matter. It was this really great documentary. Uh, it might be called, I think it may have been called the champions. Uh, and it was about, uh, oh, wow. it was about pit bulls. There were uh, this group of pit bulls that were rescued, uh, from people who, uh -huh. who, who would use them for fighting. 
uh, the fighting dogs. Oh, you know, God. The, those scumbags. Yeah. Right? yeah, it was called The Champions. The Champions, yeah. thank you. It was called The Champions. It may still be on Netflix. Um, and... According to Netflix, it's still on Netflix. Okay, great. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Linnea, you got, some, you got some viewing for the evening. Um, it's a really heavy watch. Yay, and I don't what's it called? What's it's it called? Call, it's called The Champions. Okay. The Champions. Oh, wow. It's on Netflix. And it's about, you know what? Now that okay. we got into this, I don't want to I don't want to spoil it for you, so forget about it. <laughs> I want you to watch it. <laughs> okay, I okay. I, oh, I'll just remember the it's name super, of it. It's it, super it, it's amazing. It's amazing. It you'll, made you'll, Scott cry. It made me cry. I actually all, just, all oh. dog things make me cry. Yeah, it brought, in, inevitably. It made me break down. I couldn't take it. So, anyways, I, like I said, I love dogs. We could probably talk about them for three days here, Linnea. But I want to talk about Phantasm oh, Magazine. I know. Phantasm Magazine. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I we, we talked about this, and they've done they've done a limited edition uh, edition of their magazine, which Phantasm. If anybody out there doesn't know what Phantasm Magazine, it's it's been around for a little while. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they did. They yeah, did, they don't know. They're gonna find out. Yeah. <laughs> now. Well, I was shocked yeah. about that because Chris Alexander said, "Oh, you know, we're interested in having you for this. Are you interested?" And I'm like, "Yeah." You know, it's yeah. like, of course. Now, it's a 42-page like, article on, on you in, in this in this edition? Yes, and with pictures, like, that people have never seen before that I was like, whoa! You know, I was like, I can't believe that. You know, some that I hadn't seen for maybe ever, <laughs> and it just sprung up, and yeah. it just, like, it's amazing. Yeah, I think it's funny. It's scary. With the history that you have, uh, in this business, you know, in, in films, um, how does that feel to be able to, to look at something? Uh, is this happens to me and my lowly self every once in a while? Somebody will be like, "Hey, remember that thing you did like back in like 1992?" And I'm like, "What? What? Really? I did that? How does yeah. it feel to look at something like yeah. that now and be like, where the hell? I, I don't remember taking that picture. I don't remember even doing that. Where the hell was? How does that feel?" It's like that. It's like, it's like almost like a. It's like you're like, when was this? And I'm usually pretty good at like, oh, I remember I got this outfit at this place for this much, and you know that kind of thing. But with pictures, I I used to do so many, and yeah, you know, and the movie things, I'm like, oh my god, it's this is weird. It's it's a different time. It's like. You're on a time travel machine when you yeah. do that. Your mind goes back in time, and it, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I and then you go, oh, my God, back then I thought I was ugly. And I'm like, oh, I was so stupid. You know, because <laughs> I look at pictures and go, oh, God, I've got this and that. And, uh, you know, and you go, oh, why did I waste time thinking that? <laughs> I think we all I – mean, I think it's pretty clear that we're all our own worst critic, though. We all do that to ourselves. And, yeah. You know, like my thing with me, like I do a lot of podcasts, and I know Trevor. I've told you this about the other thing that we work on um. together, and I, I will sit here and do these shows. I do them every week. I do all this work, and my rule is nowadays, at least the last ten years, I don't listen to myself. I don't listen to anything I've yeah. done. I don't want to hear myself because what my what I mean, like right now as I'm talking to you, I think I'm doing some brilliant shit. I think I sound like a genius, right? But then I listen to it yeah. back, and it's like, duh, 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 you duh, and I'm like, I sound terrible. So I've gotten myself into this habit where it's like, hey, did you listen to your show? I'm like, why would I listen to my own show first off? Second off, I don't want to hear myself. I don't want to hear myself. <laughs> That's the reality of it is the second answer. Yeah. yeah, yeah the, the first one is your defensiveness. I don't want to watch myself either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, right? I just feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just a like very uncomfortable feeling. Well, how many people, I mean, I can't, I'm sure there's a handful of people out there that do watch them. Oh, my God, look how good I am. Like Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, loves watching his own Even movies. though I am going to see Mission Impossible because I, I like to watch these things that are impossible to have happen, happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, everybody's a genius at technology and, you know, athletic performance and looks yeah. and kick-ass fighting skill you know it's like ridiculous well, let me tell you mission the new mission impossible indulgent. is yeah. remarkable it's totally worth watching it, it, that's already out isn't it oh yeah yeah I, I i did the review for our website for oh it. did you yeah oh yeah. very good yeah cool <laughs> there's something about well there's something about you're you're right about that linia um where we and we we Amber and I have this obsession with a with a local person around here who seems to be successful oh, okay. who seems to be we don't know this person 
We've never met this person. <laughs> I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But we've looked at this person and we're like, this person is successful at every single thing they do. The guy, it's a guy. I'll just say it's a guy. The guy is just like, he's a, okay. he's a professional, like, he's a model, like a beautiful statue, you know, bronze model. He's a like, fitness he's model. He's a fitness so model. He's super buff. Yeah, he's super buff. Yeah. He's got this amazing house that we always drive by and look at. We found out what he does for a living. He's like really super. Ex- You're making us sound weird. We're totally stalking this guy. <laughs> you, guys are, you, you guys are actually making a court oh, case funny. for yourself, just so you know. <laughs> We're totally creeping ourselves out, right? We're creeping ourselves out. <laughs> Uh, but no. Exhibit A is this oh, podcast, like ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> but the point, but the point is, is that you know, it's it's like something like Mission Impossible. Um, it's interesting to see someone oh. who's successful on every level, who's who's good at every single thing they do, which you don't really find that yeah. in real life. Um, you get people, that no, are, you get no. people that are good at things, and then they're really shitty at most. <laughs> you know, that's who I am. So it's interesting yeah. to see people like that, like you know, and that's what makes it so fantastic. Is just that is they. This person can get out of any jam. They can they can fix any problem. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that's really fascinating to watch that. It's too. our fantasy that we all wish we could do that. Yeah, it is. Now there's a guy. Yeah, it is. It's like, oh damn, I want to do that. And, you know, <laughs> of course I've got to have somebody see me do that. You know, it doesn't count. But yeah, <laughs> picture it didn't happen. Well, that's a friend of mine. Oh my god, but yeah, a friend of mine said that about alligator fighter people who do the alligator wrestling. He's like, if nobody was there to watch him, mm. they wouldn't be doing it. Right, <laughs> I'm right? Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. funny. That, that's true. It's true, though. That is true, though. Well, yeah, we have a we have a mutual so friend. Right. We have a mutual friend too. I found out um, the last couple of days. Uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Mr. Todd Sheets. Um, that it's, it's, oh my God! Yes. Yeah, we go back a long time with Todd. Actually, uh, we um, he, he does his show. I think he still does his show. It's Night Night Watch. Watch is still out. Yeah, there. Night Watch is he's still doing Night I Watch. I don't know if he still does it because he's filming. He's filming now. Yeah. I just did a, a film with um, uh, my part's done called Clownado. Oh, really? Wait, what, Clownado? Yeah. Clownado? He did like a... Sharknado? Clownado. But Clownado. Yeah. That <laughs> sounds ten times more clown. terrifying than Sharknado. <laughs> and it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. It's, he said it's one of the hardest films he's ever attempted, and it's, like, going to be great. Holy crap. Yeah, Todd, we go back a lot of years with Todd because when we were doing our oh, the, wow. the older version of this show that we're doing now, uh, that was back, you know, before, you know, in the oh, I guess we call them the 10s. Is that what you call them now? The 10s? The, 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 the O's? The O's? The 10s? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to call them. Um, oh, they, well, this, what? Is the, this is the 10s. This is the 10s. Yeah, it, it was, was the, the aughts. Yeah, the aughts. Is that what they call it? The aughts? Yes. Okay, so it was the, the decade before, Linnea. I'm sorry. We're trying to figure this thing out. Uh, I've never even heard that. <laughs> Thank so you for waiting like... patiently. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm like, I have no idea what that is, but <laughs> that's how, you know. I just know that there's a new saying called um, snatch and well, something else, and that you say if you like somebody or so- something like that. I just, I don't know anything else. Snatch? Yeah, I that you not... put your arm up and you say snatch. Like, I don't know. I just huh. learned now we're going to have to look it up. We're going to have to look that up now. Holy crap. Well, I will uh, no, be we... Googling here shortly. <laughs> <laughs> no, we know Todd from back in the day. We, our shows were kind of going at the same time uh, many years ago, and we got to be pretty good friends, so we know right. Todd really well. Todd's very good people. I, I've been meaning to reach out to him and say hello. Oh, God, yeah. Now this is a good excuse. I'm like, hey, I talked to Linnea the other day on the show, <laughs> so I'll have to talk to Todd. Yes. You guys are, wor- are you yes, guys working on a documentary? Oh, I had horrible things to say about him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You guys are are you guys working on a documentary really? also? Uh, you, you say you're doing Clownado with him. Actually, go ahead. Uh, not Clownado. I'm doing um, extras with him. He's gonna, you know, help me. Um, I've I've already filmed a lot of stuff, but a lot of it just isn't the grade that I needed. I wanted it to be like Penelope Spears. Decline of Western Civilization. Oh yeah. But with extras because extras. I find fascinating. They come from a different land. Oh, you know? Wow. That's I, a great idea. They're really interesting people because they have a different scope on everything and it's just weird and and you know, extra that's extras that you know, there's the sad stories, the extras that are totally psycho, the extras that um if you go on IMDB they'll be They'll have all these things, and then next to it, it'll say uncredited. Oh, <laughs> and oh yeah. It's yeah. like, 
it's it's like so sad, but it's like they're they're in their mind living this life, and you know, oh yeah, I'm. They thought I was pretty special because I was the third one next to Dennis Farina, or you know, or something like that. You know, like they, you know, and they have all these stories, and it's just really, I find them fascinating. Well. It is Go fascinating. On. I know I've I've done one movie where I was an extra. I've done a couple. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to name drop. It was uh, Assassins with Stallone and and Banderas. Really? I, I, I was an extra in that. Yeah. And it's really oh, funny. So you, you found out about the extras. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got to meet a whole bunch of them, and I I was already in a band, and we were doing pretty well at the time. And so I wasn't in it for the attention. I just had a friend of mine that was the casting director for the extras. Yeah. And was like, dude, we need a long haired, angry looking dude. Can you, (laughs) can you come down here? And I'm like, sure, I'll be there. And that was the only reason. what did they think? Oh, the the extras were mad, mad that I had, I had a moving part where I, I wasn't stationary in the background, like, because of the way they dressed me, I actually the camera actually you can kind of notice me in the scene, and all the extras, wow, all the the professional extras were pissed that I that, that oh like, yeah like, they get mad. One of them tried to fight me afterwards, and I was just like, why? Make, what? Yeah, yeah. He was honestly like, who are you? You've never done this before. You're not a professional. Like that was the least professional oh, walk by <laughs> I've ever seen. And I'm like, I walked. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God! See, I'd love to interview you on camera that because that's hilarious. Oh, it was the weirdest situation. Or get Todd to do it, or somehow get that because that's hilarious. Because they're a different breed; they think differently. And, oh, they do. You know, they look at you like, "Why did you?" Yeah, like you said, "Why did you get to walk?" Well, you know, yeah. I can. Why did the camera focus on you? I can yeah. understand to a certain. You know, we've Amber and I have had our experience with this too. Uh, years ago, we kind of got caught up in this little, um, this like little uh, community slash loop, I guess, of people um, where it started with a friend said, hey, man, my buddy's shooting a zombie film, um, mm-hmm. you know, and we're, you know, he is inviting extras out to come out and put some makeup on and just play like, you know, zombies. And we're like, well, yeah. that sounds like fun. Let's do it. We had no oh, experience in film at all, right? And it turned into a riot oh, because we, no. we get there, we get to the house, and it's this beautiful house. Some guy let yeah. these people use his property for it. <sighs> and my friend's like, well, we're bringing beer. We're bringing booze. We're going we're gonna to drink. I'm like, well, wait, we're supposed to be, we're, we're actors. Oh. We are actors. What? We, are, what, we, what, we, are, can, we can't be drunk. He's like, and we got there, and we actually talked to the director, and he's like, no, I told everybody to bring beer. Get as drunk as you want because the drunker you are, the better you're going to look. You're going to be more slurry. You're going to be more oh, clumsy. Really? He's like, get as drunk as you want. I don't care. It's get, we're just having fun here. It's going to be cool. You know, he's doing a movie, but huh. for, for this piece of it, he wanted us to have a good time. So we got shit based. <laughs> we got, That's bizarre. We yeah. partied and they made us up. We had, they had like great makeup people. That's on set. cool. And, we shot oh, wow. and it was, it was a riot. So it kind of put us into this thing, you know, and that's my whole, my whole thought process on this. When you're saying this stuff about extras is, we, you know, we, we were there on time. We were put, we, we were respectful. I mean, as drunk as we may, yeah. we have gotten, we were still respectful to the property. We didn't do anything wrong. So we, you know, those are common sense things, but at the bottom line of it though, we're not actors. We weren't, we weren't, we weren't real actors in any way whatsoever. We were just some people that had an opportunity to come out and hang. So I can understand if you have people that are really coming out there, which we've met some people like that. They were, they were actors. It's those yeah. guys that are convinced yeah. that they are one shot yeah, away right? from being the star in the next yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, oh, if right. I get noticed, oh my God. if they notice me, I will have a career. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, yeah. you don't. You're not going to. And you're in their Go way. Go to an audition. You'll way. have a lot better chance. You're in their way, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that, oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. think that's what the thought process is, Linnea, is, you know, something like you said, Trevor, um, you're in their way. Who are you, you hack? You never acted a day in your life. And I, you know what? And that's why I do understand to, to a certain degree, like, how somebody might be like, hey, dude, get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But at the same <laughs> time, lawn, it's man. literally a bunch of people silent talking in the background. And yeah. They're wanting to be taken way more seriously than it needs to be taken. So this is a lifestyle. Yeah. It is. It is. But I mean, I mean, that's more. That's kind of a question for you, Linnea. Is this? This seems okay. to be kind of a lifestyle for for people. I, I guess. 
being an extra can be a career in and of itself, I guess, to a certain degree. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, there's people that just do it to be an extra, but the majority do it to be noticed. You know, they'll, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the girls will like, you know, want to get the director's attention and, you know, um, you know, the guys do it too. They, you know, they want to get the attention or, you know, of someone important and, you know, uh, you know, get up to the star and talk to them and of it. And it's just like, you know, just to say, like one guy said, you know, they told us not to look at Tom Cruise and, you know, that he got really (laughs) mad if you looked at him, so not to look at him. So I was like walking down the hallway and I saw him coming and I, you know, I made eye contact and he said, hey, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he so, felt so special because Tom Cruise didn't like get, get so mad at him or something. So that's yeah. his story. If if, if I was and told I not to look at Tom in, Cruise, I would look at Tom Cruise as much as I could. Right? That's just me, though. I'm sorry. I know. It's like the eclipse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best reference. I, I, Thank it's, you. it's like, okay, the eclipse is coming. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Oh, God, I want to look at it. You know? <laughs> this is, I never thought. I mean, it's like, oh. go, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt Linnea. That's making me laugh so hard. But. No, no. <laughs> I made I I made my dogs go in and me go in because I I just thought, well, if this is so dangerous, what if the dogs look up or <laughs> what happens if birds look at the sun? You know, I'm like freaking out. <laughs> so this really is. I mean, as we said, this this is su- super interesting to me because I didn't really. I, I like I said, the little experience that I have, we all have it collectively in this yeah. room at least. Um, but for me, it's just been more like, hey, this is a cool thing to do. This will be cool. We might end up in a movie. That'll be fun. Because I'm not really, yeah, I'm not pursuing an acting career. Um, so it's interesting. I'm really interested to see what comes out of this documentary because uh, yeah, you, know, you mentioned oh, yeah. decline of the Western civilization, like that style too. I mean, we're both. I yes. I know you're a big fan of that movie. I, I'm a huge fan of that movie, also, Trevor. So oh yeah, that yeah. style. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, we're we're totally into that. Um, you're thinking about working on something oh, else here too. I was just looking at something here too. Um, you know, so you're actually working on a, maybe a biography on yourself too down the road. That's something you were talking about doing, possibly. Yeah, we're trying to get that going, like on Indiegogo or something, to see how many people would be willing to buy a book for like fifteen dollars. You know, so we can take it to a publisher and say, okay, these many people are interested, and then it would be published. Yeah. You know, because that's all they care about. Yeah, yeah. You all know, they care about is numbers. <laughs> So, you know, it's like I'm trying to find out, like, my ex-husband's got a book, Rubberhead, and they went with a different publisher now, and I'm trying to find out who that is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Kane Hodder came came out with one, too, and and I think also he's got a documentary of the book, and it's really interesting. It brought people to tears and stuff. Well, Kane Hodder is a very— I don't want people to have tears or anything, but, you know— it's just interesting to me. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Kane's a very we've had, we've had the pleasure of meeting him a couple times um, just at some conferences we were at. He's a very nice guy, um, and he's got an interesting story too. So it don't surprise me that he he's worked something like that out. Because um, yeah, I mean, he persevered too. He's actually a pretty amazing guy. I don't know how much you. I mean, I don't know how, how much you've talked to him, Linnea, uh, but he's a very very cool guy. Um, and I think yeah, I mean, oh yeah, you guys all have good stories though. I mean, I mean, like yourself. I mean, it, it's it's a natural thing. People, I mean, I want to hear stories like that. I love hearing stories about people, especially people who who have done something besides finish school, go get a job. That mm-hmm. you know, and you can you know, don't get me wrong. There's still a lot of interesting things you can do, um, even in that capacity. Oh, yeah. But there are people like yourself that I think have really went the extra mile and said, "No, I'm going to do something else in my life here," and it may not. You know, I may not be some, you know, I'm like Tom Cruise status or whatever. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I'll I'll have something that I've done on my own. So I think those are the most those are the most interesting stories to me is people who went out on a limb and just did something. Like I was going to say that that Lene, you really actually have one of the more interesting careers in that I've seen in Hollywood, where you've really done a little bit of everything over the course of your career. 
and, it, and it's kind of yeah. fascinating. That's um, true. I, I always say I'm a jack of all trades, master of none, because I am <laughs> not good at anything, like completely at all, you know. Um, so, but I know a little bit about everything. That's awesome. So I, I've been curious about this. Um, I, I don't know how many of our of our listeners know that you actually had a, pr- a pretty cool cameo in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got to be I got to uh, be airbrushed and be up on these like crates. They call them apple boxes. Right in the film and there were two other guys in in with me and it's this stuff that just stretches called dental dam and they use it for safe sex too yeah oh wow but um but you like we had to like they ky'd us up you know i imagine the guy that had to buy all this stuff but (laughs) (laughs) i'll take a lot of dental dam and a lot of ky jelly and you know (laughs) this and that they must think they're weird, but uh, we had to like keep leaning out and leaning out, and you know, the first time we did it, the whole thing wasn't anchored right, and we all fell over, and oh. like the guys were landing on me because I was in front, and it was like the one lady, you know, it was a big Freddy. It was like I would say a good, almost three stories tall, and she was wow. working in the head as a puppeteer, and. She was older, and yeah. she came flying off and hit the cement. Oh, my God. She kind of wrote it down and then hit the cement, and it's like they took her to the hospital, but amazingly, she was okay. Wow. Wow. You never hear about and these And then stories. we had to do it again, and and then um, my my husband, uh, he wasn't my husband yet. He, he gave me a ring that day, I guess, for putting <laughs> up with it, but now he didn't know it was going to fall over, but... We became engaged that day on on the Nightmare on Elm Street 4, but it's like he's yelling at me in the documentary, push your breasts out more, or, you know, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Linnea, Linnea, you know, it's like, it was funny. That's awesome. It so was really funny. Is that literally how it came to be, is that, that you guys were dating and, and he just asked if you wanted to come do it, or... Like, like, what was yeah, that whole thing? I guess so. They, I think they said, "Oh, you think good Linnea would want to do that," and I, or something like that. I don't know what exactly happened, but it was weird because I knew Tuesday who was in it Tuesday mm-hmm. night, and I know Andres from mm-hmm. doing um, uh, Story Based on the Slimeball Bullorama with him. Right. So I knew a couple people on it, and it just kind of like worked out that way. Oh, that is just too. That cool. I ended up in it, you know, being the soul of Freddie's chest. And I just, I have to laugh when people bring me up the poster to sign because it's like, I'm just like you know, coming out of his <laughs> chest. But that's it. You know, I'm not like, you know, it's like I'm an extra really. Kind of, you know, but, it's, but it's, it's an extra in such a pivotal scene in such yeah. a, a pivotal movie in the franchise. So I can, I can see why people would be drawn to get you to, to sign a poster for that. <laughs> I would. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> see, I can. It's it's funny though. I mean, I I can't see it. I'm like, I don't get it. But you can <laughs> tell the real fans from the the ones that just want to get a free photo from them saying, "Oh, I loved you in Nightmare on Elm Street 4. <laughs> and it's like they don't know anything. They've never seen my movies because why would they mention that one? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, obviously. As we've know, as we mentioned before, and people know about you, you, you know, you referred to as a, as a scream queen. Um, I'm, you know, one thing mm-hmm. I got to thinking about here, and I'm curious about your thoughts on that. You know, the current climate we're at is a, at least in the states here, at least in the United States. Um, I and I don't have any type of beliefs on this thing. I I think I have the positive beliefs on that, but there's a very strong current of feminism that's that's happening in this country now, and as we know. Uh, yeah, and, and, and giving your body of work, and as a scream queen, um, you know, a lot of it. Let's just, um, you know, I don't know any nice way to say it. There, very, there's a lot of sex, sexual stuff involved with that, right? A lot of sexual parts of the roles and whatnot. Um, respectfully, oh yeah, say, respectfully saying that. Yeah, um, 
I'm just curious yeah. though, you know, obviously you came up in a different era. I mean, we're talking 40 years ago when you started out, literally 40 years oh, ago. Geez. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> okay, that was a wrong choice of words there. <laughs> But Way to go. Scary. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it was, a different... it was a no-no then. Yeah. Well, it was a no-no then, right? It was a, it was a no-no then. Yeah. Um, but if you look, if we look now with, I mean, with the wave of feminism that's coming down the pipe, I mean, we see it every day. We're hearing it. And I agree with a lot of it. Um, I think it's a dip. It may be a no-no now also. I don't think, uh, just as a side note. Yeah, go I, ahead. I don't know if I think it, it is a no-no anymore. Because now the Scream Queens oh, really, especially yeah, Linnea and Brinky and all of them, they yeah. really evolved what meant being a Scream Queen. Yeah, yeah. Because back in the day when it first started, yeah, they were very much the victims. Yeah. But yeah. Linnea, like in a couple of your movies, I, I know for a fact that the women actually ended up becoming the dominant figure in the movie and are the ones yeah. that, 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 kill, that kill the bad guy. And so, I mean, yeah. yeah they're, which they're, I love. Oh, it, it's it's amazing. It's fun movies. Yeah, yeah. And But you really got mm -hmm. this cool spin on it where the women are taking control and the sexuality isn't a negative. It's just they're women and they like it's sex. Par, it's part of it. Yeah. You know, and I and that's what I that's how I see it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's a part of this character. Yeah. It's well, a powerful character. I mean, what's really funny to me is that a lot of my really hardcore feminist fans or friends mm -hmm. love Scream Queen movies. Okay. Love them. That's because what I was curious yeah. about. You know, I mean, that's I was curious. That's amazing. I was curious about that idea because uh, to me, it seems like some of the stuff that I see, it's like, oh no, you can't. If you you can't do that, you anymore. can't do that anymore. <laughs> and like you said, no, no. But maybe, maybe I am. I mean, it's just, and I mean, I'm not educated on this piece of it at all either. Too, it's just some observations I've made. Um, but maybe, maybe it mm -hmm. is. It's my thing was just you know. Some of the stuff was very racy. We know that. You know that. You did it. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, exactly. When, you know, everybody was telling me, oh, you'll not work in this town again. You know, if you've done that, you know, if you do nudity, that's, uh, you know, you'll, you know. And then all of a sudden it started happening. Sharon Stone was doing it. And then this one and Demi Moore. And, you know, it became prevalent. Mm -hmm. And then now, like you said, it's it's kind of like, you know, uh, there was a formula then, and they used a formula. It was like the blood and the and the monsters and the you know the boobs and you know all that, and it was a formula. Oh yeah. Now my question is, do you think that the um, hillbilly type guys re like don't like it that the women are now being heroes, or do you think they like it? I don't you think know, they do. Not the honestly. I honestly don't think. Yeah, they like do. hillbillies and you know, just you know, people without teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like more than just one tooth, you know, coming out, but a lot of teeth. Well, I think I, you know, I, 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 I don't I, think. He, well, go ahead, Trevor. I don't think that it's something that they grasp for the most part. I think it's something that's kind of an alien concept to them. All they care about is that they're seeing blood and boobs. And the story and any evolution that happens during the story is irrelevant. There's blood and boobs. Oh, oh okay. Well, that's, that's, okay. That, I think I that's, that's one piece of it, I think. I yeah. Mean, you know, and I've always, mm. I've been saying this for years. I mean, my thing is with, with cowboys, for example, and it, it all makes sense. I, I say this a lot. When I was younger, I used to always watch, like to watch the gunfights in a cowboy, oh, yeah. in a Western film. Yeah. Now, and now the older, right. the older that I got, um, I now now I'm older and I watch these same films. I want to understand why there's a gunfight going on, mm -hmm. right? So the same thing goes for you know a type of film like that. We talk about blood and boobs, right? Uh, yeah, I won't lie. When yeah. I was younger, I was like, oh, dude, boobs <laughs> and <Absolutely>. blood. <laughs> you know, those, those movies those movies ushered many a teenage boy through puberty. Yeah, hell yeah, they did. <laughs> and, and, and I and I wanted to just watch him. Literally, I mean, there was times when I was younger, I just fast forward through films just to see the gory parts of the or, or the nudity parts. I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it openly. I was, oh, I, I was a child. I, I was growing yeah. up, right? 
Um, now, though, I watch those same movies, and I'm like, I want. It's the same thing as the cowboy. I want to understand what the hell's happening here. I want to. There is a story here, and a lot of these films have some really cool stories. They're they're campy. They're, a lot of them are campy, but they're fun, and there's something to be mm-hmm. had there. You might yeah. learn something still, right? Um, oh, absolutely. So I think right. there are still that group. The '80s of, were fun. Oh, they were. Oh, fun. they were. They were great. I don't think there was any you better know? era of film in my. There was more fun, more colorful. More, more, more fun, no, yes. but I, I'd still say the seventies are probably the best era of film. You ever, think so? Yeah. So I think the eighties were the most colorful era. They they had they were the most outlandish. I think. But what too. about in regards to just horror movies in general? I think the eighties were take the cake. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you got the seventies. I mean, the the whole slasher genre started in well, the seventies. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean. We had Black Christmas. We had um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. yeah. Halloween. Yeah, I forget yep. those were 70s. You know, Late 70s. They don't seem that old. But but, Lynn- but then there's so many people named Jason. I can't tell you how many it's like, <laughs> that came out of, you know, it's like, what's your name? You know, when you find something, Jason, the parents obviously grew up yeah. watching Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I think there's a lot of ways to look at these films. And, yeah, there is, like we said, the the flat, I just want to see blood and boobs type stuff. I think that a lot of people yeah. who are real nerds for these type of films now, like we are, we you know we want to know about all the, the not only the film itself but all the fun stuff how it was made who was involved. I mean, we we're I think some people are more interested in the documentaries of films, like uh, documentaries yeah. of some films oh, than yeah. the actual film itself, and because that stuff is fascinating in its own right. Um, but I think oh, it is. In fact, I was just watching one with you in it today, uh, a documentary with you in it, Linnea. Which one? Um, the fifty greatest. Uh, horror movies you've never seen. I've never heard of that one. <laughs> what, what was it about again? The fifty, it, the 50 greatest horror movies you've never seen. Yeah, it's a it's a documentary. It was uh, it looked like it was uh, made for TV, but you're in like oh. they, they talk to you at least about three different movies during the course of it. And, oh my god, how funny! Yeah, yeah, and it was really That's funny. Crazy. My wife is horrible at remembering actresses' names. And so yeah. I'm watching this documentary, and you happen to pop up, and I'm like, that's who I'm interviewing later. And my wife's like, oh, oh I know her. Okay. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's so hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I'm shocked. It was really weird. I was in L.A. last weekend, you mm-hmm. know, and I was doing a document, uh, the commentary and a documentary on Night of the Demons. Oh, and wow. One of my favorite I also favorite was doing movies. a photo shoot at Hollywood Forever. It's a, a graveyard mm-hmm. for we were we were taking some pictures where um Elvira, not Elvira. Um Myra. You know, who played um not Elvira, uh Vampira. Vampira, yes, you know, yes, yes. In yeah. Vampira. And so we got busted, and we had to go to the office. And I said, oh, please, I knew her, and blah, 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 blah. But I guess they have a problem with the estate, even though nobody really, you know, came up and, you know, helped her. When, you know, the estate, whichever that means, you know, yeah. they have to be careful with that. But they let us take some pictures, thank goodness. Oh, that's cool. And so anyway, I'm walking. We were looking at the graves, like, with – you know, the Ramones and, you know, Bay oh, Ray and stuff. That's where D, I that's hear, where is. I'm yeah. walking out of there, and I hear, Linnea, Linnea. And this truck stops, and I'm like, what? And he, he goes, hey, you remember me when blah, 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 you know? Uh, he just happened to, a guy, a fan, saw me coming out of a graveyard of all places <laughs> in L.A., you know, and he was delivering friends a friend some flowers at his grave site. And it's like, how weird is that? What are the odds of that? Seeing me walk out of a grave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, the first thing I'd be saying is, oh, like, is so are you playing weird. trash again? <laughs> <laughs> is this trash you 2.0? Know, like, he tells people, I don't know if they'll believe him. <laughs> yeah, she was walking out of a graveyard. <laughs> So, you know, one thing, and you said this already, you said you're a, you're a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, and I want to I ask you about this, too, because you mentioned that you also read tarot cards, too. That's like something else that you do. Yeah, yeah. What got you into that? Oh, geez. My parents, or my mom, used to get her 
cards and psychic readings done and I'd go with and um you know my cousins and I my cousins were older than me because my parents had me later in life so yeah we'd do the rise table rise and seances and all that so I was always very much into that in a positive way so it just you know my mom used to read playing cards and so I can read playing cards, but it's just the medium of seeing a tarot card deck that's, like, more fascinating to people because there's more of an image. Have you given But any... it's really reading the person, yeah. the, the energy. Oh, yeah. really? I think the tarot yeah, is like think, a tool yeah. that helps you tap into their energy. A tarot yeah. card? Yeah, I think it helps you tap into your intuition and the other person's energy and the tarot and it's some symbolism and, and all that stuff is just, just kind of helps facilitate that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think that's yeah. true because everybody thinks it's, Oh, whatever's going to come up in the card, but it's not really that it's just a medium for, for it. Well, a way to, you know, that's help. what I thought it was though. I thought it was this thing where you draw. Well, and I'm not, I'm playing ignorant here, but <laughs> I mean, I thought it was just something you draw and that's no, the I'm universe, the universe drew that card for you. Well, you could say that and say that, oh, the universe, okay, I got the world card, so this means something, but yeah. it's not like set in stone. It's a suggestion. No. Or the death card yeah. can mean a lot of different things. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're going to die. It so can, it, mean, it can right. mean the rebirth of something. The death of something bad, the rebirth of something yeah. to come. Yeah. Or change. Yeah, yeah. That's what change. Yeah. So it's a matter of reading the person, though, more than the cards themselves. So that's what you're saying? I think so. That's you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I've had exposure to this stuff over the years, but I won't. Tara's always been, you know, being mainly the show being more of a paranormal type show. Um, I've yeah. always kind of st- I've always kind of stuck to more of the scientific type stuff. Not saying that this is, you know, tarot cards are really cool, but I'm learning stuff from you on this, actually. After and I, It's funny because people are like, man, you don't know this stuff. You've been doing this stuff 20 years. What's wrong with you? Um, but there's just things that I don't really dive into. And I've always been more like, OK, the tarot deck is a is a it's a it's a medium, um, no pun intended, uh, <laughs> of uh, to where you draw whatever you draw that's the universe what the universe had in store for you um i mean amber what what are your thoughts on that well i'm not very good at this stuff you need to help me here i'm not good with the tarot cards <laughs> tarot it's um tarot tarot you tarot. don't say the t tarot. silent all right um no it's no it's just what we were talking about i think i just think it's an intuitive way to tap into the universal oh, energy yeah. around people yeah and it's not something scary you don't pull a card and demons are manipulating it and controlling it and that's it that's what's going to happen i think it gives suggestions on how to take you, you can you can go any route you want and based on all the current mm-hmm. circumstances in your life that's what that particular spread might say hey you should maybe go this way right now doesn't mean something bad's going to happen yeah. if you do something else but i think it's just an intuitive way to tap into the greater the greater good of the universe and what it has, what it, what advice it has to offer. Have you given people readings, Linnea? Oh yeah, like over the phone. I don't like to read anybody that I know. I I Ooh, can't no. do it. I just can't because there's too many other images that come to mind, and you know it just interferes. Well, yeah, you, know, you so might I have always a... tell people I know I'm not going to read them because I just can't. Yeah, well, you might have a bias too. It kind of makes you. Biased. Yeah, you're biased. Yeah, and yeah, and you think, oh, that couldn't be, you know, that can't be, and yeah. you throw it away, and you know, but they're, you know, because like I saw my friend, you know, not wanting to be married anymore. I thought, oh, that can't be true, but I said it to her, and it was true, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, and <laughs> but usually you just don't go with it because it just doesn't seem logical. Yeah, well, and you so don't for want for me to read somebody I know. Yeah. I, it's just really pretty impossible. I mean, and you might feel some kind of responsibility for that, too. I mean, I, that's how I would feel if I told them, hey, you know what? Yeah. Cards say you're going to get divorced here pretty soon, and then they get divorced. I honest that myself, I'd yeah. feel kind of responsible for that. I have a, at least partly responsible. Yeah. I feel terrible about that. What yeah, like, did I put that in their head? What happened? Oh, my God. Yeah, th- yeah, did I, yeah, did yeah. I plant this seed? Like, oh, man, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I started thinking about my whole relationship over the last 40-something years, and oh, I really geez, hate this son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't want to be around him anymore. Thanks for, really? thanks for the help, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, maybe they needed it. <laughs> maybe they need. Maybe they need. 
Well, I have to say, Lena, thank you. I can't thank you enough for coming and visiting us tonight. This has been super cool. Oh, I had uh, fun. I hope you enjoyed yourself, fun. too. I really did. Hope, I hope you enjoyed I'd love to do it again sometime. Oh, you guys are great. Oh, well, thank I you. Thank you, so you very much. We, yeah, we'd love. Like, sometime down the road, if you got something new coming on, let's keep in contact. We'd love to talk to you again and have you hang out with us sometime again. Oh, my God, yes. And then, you know, hopefully you can be in, you know, like maybe we could shoot some footage for the documentary about, you know, your experiences with extras. Oh, dude. Know, yeah, Trevor's being experience. Being non-extra. Yeah. It would be great. Oh, yeah, I know. One guy started a fight and, you know, the other guys got drunk and had fun. It would be great. Well, I'll get a hold of Todd on that. Maybe we can find some way to all rendezvous together and yeah, hang out one day. Todd, That'd be super cool. That would be great. I'm going to see him in about two weeks um yeah. at tampa bay frights what what's that tampa bay so, frights it's a tampa oh bay frights i just said fights i'm like oh my god who's fighting <laughs> i know yeah there's another fight going on <laughs> yeah. well i don't know but rock and roll wrestling and um horror all kind of go together at conventions anymore it's they weird. do yeah they do they all have a happy marriage together it seems yeah, it would so, seem yeah i'm gonna totally reach out yeah, to todd and say hi to him and yeah for something like that that'd yeah. be kind of fun even if we gotta travel it'd be kind of fun just to go down and meet up with you guys and say hi you know and just hang out for some oh my time. god that would be great it'd be super oh cool. it'd be great excellent super cool i would love that ghostly talk <laughs> 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 <laughs>